so. So. You're not crying anymore. That's good. Yeah, I'm, like, going between, like, I'm going between extreme sadness and then just, like, consoling myself. Well, what what happened? Explain it to me from the get-go. Okay, so for, like, a long time, I've been wondering, like, I've been wondering whether my, um, the people I thought who were my friends were supporting me, you know? Because, like... Uh-huh. The only people that, like, talk to me about the podcast are, like, your friends. Uh-huh. And I, like, never get any messages like, you're doing such a great job. Like, I really appreciate your vulnerability. Like, Really? Yeah. It's, it's time to find new friends, my love. <laughs> so, I've... I'm sorry, by the way. It's, <laughs> it's fine. By the way, I was at a, I was at a bo- I, I was at a bonfire last night, and everyone was singing your praises. So, it's fine because I need real friends, mm-hmm. real friends that like love the person that I actually am. Where your thoughts aren't such a such a uh, tool against you. Yeah, or like so. This, I'm, um, I'm just consoling my friends tonight. That's that's. <laughs> you're not my first one tonight. I'll tell you that much. You're I not my first. Put everything on you. No, 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 no. I'm happy that you're here because we're. I think we're gonna have a breakthrough tonight. And I'm excited. First of all, can I know who this person is? Even if no one else does, would you type it to me? You wouldn't know. Him. I'll tell you the story. Okay. I met this couple. My, like when I was 18 at college, uh-huh. they were like my second roommate. And um, I had just broken up with my boyfriend <laughs> in New Mexico. <laughs> and I had pictures of him still up because I was, you know, the saddest. <laughs> he was the first love of my life. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, her her fiance, my roommate's fiance, looked exactly like them, like him, and they had the same last name mm-hmm. and nearly the same first name. So I was like, she was like, is that my boyfriend? And I was like, no, it's actually my, not my ex-boyfriend. Anyway, that's why how we got to be like such close friends because they were um, going to get married that year. Uh-huh. Um and they got married and had like kids right away. And like, I've always kept in touch with them. They were at my wedding. Um, I was outside at their wedding. Um, and just like, I've just kept up with these people. And and they haven't minded you not being Mormon is also what I'm kind of gathering here. Well, yeah, because like, I haven't been Mormon for a long time. And I wasn't like, I wasn't. I wasn't ex-Mormon. You know what I mean? Right. Like I was like pretty chill about Jesus and like just do you and like I really don't care if you're still Mormon, like I still love you type of thing. Aren't you still that way though? Yeah, of course I am. Yeah, I'm like what's well, changed? <laughs> so, anyway, um they even like experimented stopping going to church and like 
drank coffee and drank drinks and whatever. And they were like going at it hard. Like they went so far over there that I was like, yeah, you're going to crash. Yeah. That sounds kind of sound like what's happening. Yeah. So like they've since gone back to church and we've had so many conversations with like, like we're going to respect we we're respectful. Like right. we're not. And wait, what? No, I said, right. Right. Oh, yeah. Like, you're like, wait. <laughs> no, no, no. Because that's how I am with my Mormon friends. Like, I don't agree with anything about their religion, really. But I love my Mormon friends. And I'm not yeah. going to be like, hey, just so you know, you're fucking wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, it's to the point where, like, we're having game nights with them. Like, and I'm, like, playing with their kids and making memories with their, like, these kids are my nieces and nephews, you know? I, right. I call them that. And, like, I know I'm shit at birthdays. And, like, I can't remember birthdays like literally forgot my grandpa's birthday this year of all the fucking years. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, you got enough attention. That's it. It's not even like I like am good at birthdays. Okay. Like I love you and I will never remember your birthday. Right. Um, so anyway, um, during COVID, like we were kept inside. We like didn't go anywhere cause I was scared of halo. She's premature and like, had a lung condition right away so like I was not risking her <laughs> so right. um it kind of started with there and like we kept reaching out and be like we can come help you or whatever because stuff happens but anyway so we've been trying to keep in contact and like I send and send and send stuff and I'm just like it's weird that like they're not talking to me <laughs> so anyway I know that they listen to podcasts because they actually drive a lot for work and they specifically like we used to swap podcast recommendations like have have for years. And I know that they listen to like, I know that they were excited for my podcast. They were like, Hey, we can't wait. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so yeah. Um, I, we dropped by on Christmas and, um, we're like, here's a Bayberry candle. That's like, I gave you one, right? Yeah, it was lovely. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's like a Barney family tradition, and, like, I wanted to give it to my friends this year to say, like, please share this family tradition with me because you're my chosen family type thing. Mm-hmm. And um, I dropped by their house with one of them, and I was like, hey, I'm, I'm, this is, like, a little thing that I want to give you, and, like, I love you, and sorry it's been, like, so long that we've been out and about in the world but like we're back and like we'd love to connect with you and stuff like anyway um they're like yeah 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 and put it on our calendar so I put um see the Barneys or something like that um anyway so I sent them something on like New Year's Eve about like this guy dancing and it made me think of the fuck of the guy and um no response and so then i sent that was in january so i sent something like two days ago and no reply again so i just sent yesterday morning i just sent like should i stop trying question mark and immediately i get a marco polo from them which is like video and video chat Uh and a text that says like no we've had we've had a lot going on their kids are teenagers now yeah that's hard lisa's struggling right now too yeah so i'm like i totally get it right 
And I was like, yeah, no worries. Like, literally, I'm I'm going through burnout recovery myself. So I get it. Like, you need your time and whatever. Um, so tonight, I get a, like, a Marco Polo from the husband. And it was just of him waving. And so I, like, messaged back and I was like, hey... Sorry, I've been meaning to text you back, but thank you so much for reaching out and letting us know what was going on. And, like, I'm glad it cleared up because I was thinking that I had offended you. And he, and he, Marco pulled it back and was like, yeah, I totally get it. Like, and, you know, no hard feelings, but, like, we just don't believe the same things that you do and, like, all of these different things. And, like, he ended up saying, like, Um, on politics, on the war, on coronavirus, on so many things that, you know, we just don't agree on. And so what? I, you can't yeah, have friends you like, don't agree with? <laughs> like, I don't get that. I was like, I hope, I hope that you know that, like, I've been this way along, all along, and I would never overstep those boundaries. I love you, and I love your family, and, like, we're adults. We can figure this out, a relationship like this out. Like, it shouldn't be hard. And he was like, ha-ha, right. Like, we should be more worried about my parents, honestly. Ha-ha. And then he was like, we should uh, get together sometime, but you know how it is. We're going to be busy. And just kind of left it open-ended and then his wife came and sat down and she he was like it's Kendra by the way and she was like oh like oh like uh she was smiling and then she was like oh (laughs) so anyway I just got off real quick and I was just like you know I think there's a reason why I'm the one that keeps reaching out and reaching out with no replies like Mm -hmm. and it just hurts that people I, that I love unconditionally could maybe have stipulations for my acceptance. So I'm gonna just bit do a big assumption here. Are you ready okay. for it? Can I be on mute or something? Yeah, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I think that, like you said, they're um, experimenting with not being Mormon. And I noticed when I was leaving the church and I was kind of vocal about it. Now people just know that that's me, but again, I've had, what, 15 years more than you to, to, you know, get through these waters. But, um, usually when someone goes and then they decide to return, you are the person that they blame. It's easier to shift the blame to, oh, my heathen friend who, uh, I got caught up in it. I got caught up in the, in their lifestyle. I've chosen, and he even mentioned his parents. So obviously his parents are throwing down the gauntlet and they're like you know no they're not mormon he's a convert oh well then what did what was the parents thing is it her parents yeah they still like they still see his parents even though they're vocally ex like against mormonism but they like still love their son and like you know what i mean like yeah i mean like i i think that like people do grow apart um but I think they probably thought they were going to leave the church and then they decided not to. And then they're like, we need to get rid of all bad influences because that's common. That's part of the fucking course, you know? Yeah. Like, I guess <clears throat> what you know about me is that I like never burn bridges and I like rebuild them. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, some Just, bridges like, need to be burned. <laughs> I know. But like part of me is leaving that open ended. Like, I hope he does follow through and like invites me to a barbecue or like, let's, I hope he initiates, but 
Well, it doesn't it's sound like it doesn't ex- sound like they ended their relationship. They were just kind of like, I mean, I'd say give them their space. Give yeah, them yeah, space, yeah. You know? I'm going to, but um, it's been my experience that when I stop like reaching out, like they don't, you know what I mean. So I'm just kind of going through these things. Like, there's still a possibility. It still sounds open ended, but it also still sounds so closed off. Yeah, no, I wouldn't give them any more of your time, unfortunately. You know, like, the way that you're feeling, the way that they're not giving you time, even if it's just the courtesy to be like, hey, I don't know exactly how I feel right now, but I need some time. I've said that to a friend before. Yeah. And, like, have you ever been unauthentic on this podcast? Have you? No, I don't think so. I'm trying to, like, blame myself for something. <laughs> yeah. Find out. You're trying to blame, you know, and the podcast, too. This isn't the only place where you're vocal. You're vocal on social media and stuff. And if people are really going to be dumb enough to go off conversations that other people other people have instead of the conversations you have with people, then good riddance to bad rubbish, honestly. I mean, I know I think I've had more experience with the cutoff <laughs> than you probably have. Um, but you haven't done anything wrong except for be authentic. And that's, there's, that's nothing wrong. That's not wrong. Yeah. I feel like I I lost all my return missionary guy friends when I left the church, when I became vocal about leaving the church and it hurt at first because I was like, none of us, nothing we ever did was church related, you know? (laughs) And then I was like, they just have to. The, I, and I've got the blame placed on me a bunch too with people who've thought about leaving and then they don't and I hate that yeah. I actually had a girl who's a couple years older than us maybe just one year older than us message me on a social media and be like hey can we be friends I want to like sin and I feel like you're the one to do it with and it's like I was like no I'm not going to be your sin parachute <laughs> so when you decide to go back to the church I'm the bad guy Especially because, honestly, Kendrick, you don't, you're not a bad person. Religion or not, you're not a bad person. So maybe this is just the end of your rainbow with these people. Maybe they're going to come back around. But do not blame yourself and do not feel bad. If you can. Yeah. I guess this is the Leo in me that's like, I just want to be well-liked by everybody. <laughs> Also, I, I'm really, I'm really annoyed that your friends don't hit you up and tell you what a good job you're doing. Yeah, I don't, I really don't think I have very much support from like the people that I've had relationships with. Like everybody but- is pretty much well knew. Like there's like <laughs> this girl in Ogden who is like a less active. I'm, I'm using quotes. Less active member when we lived in when I was a missionary. Mm-hmm. And she came back, and now I'm, like, the inactive person. <laughs> she, like, moved here to to Ogden. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, she's, she like, she's, I wasn't, like, really, like, close friends with her ever. Like, we've not hung out. <laughs> right. But she's supportive of me. And, like, she's, like, excited to talk to us one day about, like, her experiences growing up outside of Utah. So. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, she's way cool. Um... I think you need a new friend, sweetheart. That's what I'm thinking. This like sucks. I think you've been in a relationship. You've been doing like the couple thing for almost a decade, right? Yeah. So that adds to it. I mean, the normal, a normal person my age should not compare my friend, my friend's success with their own. (laughs) 
because I've done literally everything wrong. <laughs> and all I've got to show for it is a lot of friends. <laughs> so don't be feeling bad that you're not on the scale of friendship that I am. I've done a lot of fucking weird things in my life. <laughs> a lot of crazy nonsense shit. I've worked in a lot of restaurants. I've gone to a lot of bars. Like, I have... And they're great people. But I think what we need to work on is finding you supportive a support system yeah because no wonder you've been kind of apprehensive about this podcast lately no one's giving you like this pouring of love i hear about it all the time it's it's definitely like it's been lowered since i got out of the hospital thank you everyone for giving me space i appreciate you (laughs) but all my friends talk about is how great you are (laughs) and i'm like you guys i bought the podcast too did you know And they're like, yeah, but Kendra. And I'm like, all right, you right, you right. Thanks, Bobby. No, I'm not even. I'm not even blowing smoke for real. I know because you're just the most authentic bitch I've ever met. Right. So, what's wrong with being authentic? (laughs) It's something to strive for, right? Yeah, I'm trying. You're doing great. And if your friends can't handle that right now, let them go. They'll probably be back. You know. And like I said, I've gone down this road. A decade longer than you have, and it, that is what happens. People go away, and the real ones come back, and the ones that don't, you're just like, oh, okay, whatever. I've moved on. Yeah. So, like, we should be each other's therapists or some shit. <laughs> I'm going to therapy tomorrow. I'm so excited. You deserve a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> we all deserve a therapist, let's be honest. Um... I thought it was going to be worse. This, 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 I thought, you know, I was like, what did we do? What did we say? Because that's me. I panic initially. And I'm like, oh, fuck. We fucked. We said something horrible. But I don't feel like our podcast is malicious. It's not out to get anyone. We do talk about my mom a lot. <laughs> but I'm hoping the therapy will stop that. Every time. <laughs> I can't help it that she checks all the boxes of things that torment me. I can't help it. But truthfully, like... There's a lot of factors. You are totally deserving of love. You're totally deserving of having a friendship support group. And sorry, you know, friendships do have expiration dates sometimes, though, you know? Yeah. I have a hard time with that. Because I have all these memories and they're all, like, locked away in, like, the golden file cabinet that I go to for dopamine. Those memories can stay there forever. But if you continue a relationship that's soured, you're going to dull that sparkle of the memory, you know? Yeah, but again, I feel like every time I have a dream about somebody, I have to talk to them and say, hey, uh, I want to talk to you on my podcast. You can keep <laughs> do you doing know that, that I do that? Yeah, I do know you do that. There's nothing wrong with that. I, I, randomly reach, I randomly reach out to people all the time and they fucking love it. But it's like, I think it's also because I make myself scarce so much Yeah, that it's like a treat when I'm like, hey, what up? How's it going? <laughs> And then I, they get the Facebook messages like, oh, this delicacy is coming back into my life right now. <laughs> like, for a minute, for a moment, I want it. <laughs> but I feel like there was a lot of people that I'd written off that I wasn't friends anymore. And I just kind of moved on. And it was hard. Like, it was heartbreaking because I thought, you know, I think the reason I... T- so Abby left when it, in fifth grade. And she and I were inseparable. And I thought we were going to last forever. And when she moved, I was devastated. Like, and she moved back in eighth grade for half the year and she'd completely changed. 
And I remember being like, I'm never going to have a friend again. (laughs) (laughs) We all know how that turned out. Uh, (laughs) But I mean, friendships don't last forever. Growing together with your whole entire group of friends that you've had your whole life is a nuts prospect. It's not normal. It's not. I mean, plenty of people do it, but I'm very suspicious of those people. (laughs) (laughs) Like even Lisa and I, like I live with her now, but like. We went through a period, uh, teenage years to our 20s, where we weren't close at all. Yeah. And then we re- we reconnected, and it was, like, it was like old times, you know? Old times with alcohol. <laughs> everything is... Everything has stages. I do like things that end li- nicely. Like, I just don't like things that are, like, tumultuous endings, obviously. I'm the one that feels like it's tumultuous. Well, just don't, it doesn't need to end, but quit giving it your power, I think, is the solution. You know what I mean? Because, again, easier said than done, but you are a goddess, and this podcast, uh, I don't know if it's this, I mean, and so what if it is? If they're that delicate, (laughs) really, like, honestly, if your friends are so delicate that they can't have, their friends have opposing opinions than them, you don't want to be in that group anyways. (laughs) I sound yeah. like your mom and you're like the third grade. Huh? I'm like, listen, no, if they don't like grade, you. <laughs> when uh, when I was moving from South Severe to Ridgefield, I was crying on my bed. No, I wasn't crying on my bed. I was like so happy. And I told my mom, like, I was actually really sad to leave my friends, but I f- twisted it and gaslit myself or whatever the fuck <laughs> to say, like, you know what's so great about going to Ridgefield Middle School is that there won't be any more more. Uh-huh. <laughs> My mom was like, uh, there will be a new school. She'll just have a different name. <laughs> what was like, her name? What was fuck. her name? What was her name? <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the same girl. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, finding friends as an adult is hard, too, especially when you have a husband and a child. Like your your demographic <laughs> and just... have a pandemic <laughs> and a pandemic right you have to like... start a whole podcast just to get some new friends <laughs> that's all right um, <laughs> but like yeah like seriously it's uh you're not like of course you want these things to continue because everyone needs a friend but yeah. I did you just need to come whenever Anthony invites you out just say yes. <sighs> Bitch, I would have, but my husband already made a bro date with his boyfriend. Oh, okay. <laughs> he went to the movies, and I was like, I'm stuck here with a child, damn it. And then, and then I had a bitch fit to myself about how I'm never alone anymore, and I can't do any things that fun single people can do, and like, I can't even find my fucking remote. <laughs> I love those moments. And then did you, did you drop a couch on your arm and break your fucking wrist? <laughs> No, I found it in the bathroom. I'm pretty sure mine was, I hate being single. Why wouldn't anyone ever love me? And I can't even find the damn remote. <laughs> Drop. We really are yin and yang. It's so I funny. We're, I mean, we're upset about the same thing. The opposite. <laughs> Shit. I think you might have had a manic episode today. Me? Yeah. I have been taking my meds consistently, but I don't know if it's enough. Because I told you why, right? <laughs> Why? I'm only I'm only taking a half dose. Why? Take the fucking dose your Oh my god. Because I was being oh, so bitchy and I was like, why add extra bitch sauce onto this whole personality? Like, we'll just take it one half pill at a time, one half dose at a time. 
it's so funny because my doctor goes, um, she's like, you know, the, the problem with bipolar meds is that you think you're doing better. So you stop taking them. I'm like, no, 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 no. I like, let me tell you something. I'm the one friend that when it's, someone stops taking their meds, I'm like, you stupid bitch. <laughs> and she's like, I know, I knew you were like that, Bobby. I'm so happy. She's like, I'm not worried about you. <laughs> Cassie does that all the time. She's like, I don't need my pills. I feel better. And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> Put some in your mouth right now, you <laughs> Chew stupid them bitch. Chew with them up. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh, if you could crush and snort these, please do so. <laughs> Just slam them, dude, intravenously. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so, take the whole, take the recommended dose, okay, please? Thank you. Jessica. I'll try. I am feeling better, so I might, you know, bump it up. My, oh my tolerance God. is getting... Oh my God. <laughs> Like, you don't understand how pills work at all, do you? No, I don't. That's why I never take them. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I get so much motivation to take care of myself that I go to the doctor, make all these fucking appointments, get all these drugs, and then I come home and I, like, look at them on the counter. Listen, to be fair, it is the one-month anniversary of me going to the hospital, I think. I don't remember what when I went in. That couple weeks before were a blur. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I just am barely getting my shit together, so I feel you. Yeah. It's okay. I'm glad you lost a friend today. That was nice. (laughs) I didn't lose him today. I just wised up to the fact that I'd already lost them about a year and a half ago. Dude, I mean, the pandemic was nuts for all of us, right? And who knows where they are spiritually. They could be holding on by a thread and want to stay in the church. So having you could be difficult, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Plus, I'm gay. You're a bisexual. And when I went to, when I went to their house, did I tell you this story? I don't know. Tell me, and I'll tell you. When I went to the their house to drop off the candle, I just I didn't tell them I was coming. Uh-huh. I just knocked on the door, thinking if they're not here, I'll just put it, whatever. So then the little girl answers the door, and, and I was like, "Hey, is your mom and dad here?" And uh, the oldest son, who's now like, he was born in like two thousand nine eight he's like four he's going into high school uh-huh. he was like who's the tranny at the door what? he thought he he was like now listen <laughs> those are the words he used uh, no i know but it's like not only did he think it was okay to say that but he broadcasted it and what he thought was a transsexual at the door yeah <laughs> there's a lot going on in that house that we don't want any part of and i was like Wow, you sure know how to make me feel great, bud. <laughs> and like, um, all that dog shirt that I always wear. Yeah. Um, when he was like seven, I I bought that shirt when he was seven. Uh-huh. So I would always wear it at his house, and it just happened to be like the I would I would wash my laundry and wear that shirt immediately, and then so you know what I mean. Is my favorite shirt. Still is. Uh, I have shirts like that for sure. <laughs> so I would always end up at his house the day after laundry day. And then one day he was like, uh, Auntie Kendra, do you not have any other clothes? And I <laughs> laughed at his face. And I was like, oh, my Lord, I'm so sorry that I've never worn anything else at your house. <laughs> and my long running joke is that I was going to like make a pillow out of it and give it to him for his graduation. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm just wearing it out. Uh, guess not for that, but I mean, it, whatever. 
But um, yeah, I was like, first my shirt, now my voice. It's so, <laughs> and we like laughed and stuff. Like I was not offended. Right. I could have been definitely I, queer, but I, I was just it, like, you know just, what? I think it's just uh, showing what's going on in that house. But you also, know he's mean? just fucking fourteen. Like he doesn't have a filter. I didn't. I don't think I don't think Ammon uses the word tranny. Mm, you're right. You're I mean, right. I used it when I was that age, but times were way different. Uh, and I regret it. Um, but especially with trans rights, where they are right now, how it's such a hot topic issue. It's clear what's going on in that household. Mm. Unfortunately. <sighs> so yeah, congrats. Congrats on getting out of there. I guess. <laughs> Still hurts. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I cry about my mom still. I know you it's know not what? good for me. Yeah, but I, most you know? of the people I lose, I didn't really lose them. I lost the idea that I had of them. Well, you lost your tolerance for bullshit too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like you're slowly but surely losing your tolerance for bullshit. And <laughs> that's making people uncomfortable because being unkind to someone because of the, the struggle they're going through a aka calling someone a tranny uh inappropriate that needs to be shut down at the home immediately yeah i would not let my kids say that right and if i heard any of the kids that i'm around say it i'd be like that's enough of that let me educate you for a second yeah and i couldn't do that because i'm like the well, chill and for them you know no but you're not in a position to do that right now anyways i'd say you know yeah you're right if you were closer to them, I think you would be like, well, listen, you know, it's not about getting people in trouble. It's about giving people an education so they can stop acting the fool. Yeah. <clears throat> it's funny because one of my, one of his first memories of me, I wouldn't let him play outside because it was Sunday mm-hmm. and he would not forgive me until I like gave him ice cream. Uh-huh. He did well, not want me to be his, his babysitter. And like... He, uh, his mom and dad were like, oh, yeah, we always let him play outside, whether it's Sunday or not. And I was like, I thought you guys were Mormon. <laughs> so, like, oh, shit, there's just a lot of, like, uh, vice versa going on right now. Oh, the turntables. Yeah. yeah turntables. So thank you for talking to me. I really appreciate you staying up and. Oh, yeah. I'm, staying, I'm staying up. I saw that. <laughs> My meds are scheduled for midnight. Because <laughs> that's what I know that I'll be like. Either home or close to home. <laughs> <laughs> and listen, yeah. I don't know if we're going to release this or not, but hit up Kendra and tell her you're proud of her because you guys oh. are. I know you have friends that listen. I know you do. Thank you. And it is important to reach out to your friends and tell them that you're proud of them. Yeah. I, and like, I-, I do have friends that like, they are just very few and it's like so far between. I know that they don't, want to be bothering me but like please bother me i need validation yeah i'm a leo i need to be pet right corbett give this girl some validation (laughs) (laughs) no um i feel like i'm understanding more where you've been coming from the past couple days past few days past week maybe between the pills and this and i understand that losing friends are it's like a great loss it's like you're losing someone that's like a fixture but sometimes it's for the best and who even knows that this is the end you know it could just be mm-hmm. the dot 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 mm-hmm. so. yeah. my sister never texts me back <laughs> well i'm glad you asked me to say ask if she should text again because yeah i think that's your thing is you need to quit texting people back 
so much like double texting i struggle with it too it's something i have to work on too but give people a chance to like think and respond or not respond that's their choice too i was thinking today about how i used to get mad at my friends when they wouldn't respond immediately and i'm like it's just so rude and i'm like it was so rude of me to demand their time like that yeah and that's why i text them again because i think you know what i do i i just clear notifications like you do Uh and so things are just lost in the bubble and so i think i assume that people just have forgotten to text me back so i text them again Look, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with texting someone and then texting them a couple months later or whatever, or a couple weeks later. But sure. eventually, you gotta like face the music and be like, "Uh, they're not responding at all." Even yeah. if they're just like, "Sorry, I'm so swamped. Let me get back to you in a little bit." Because I've had that where I'm like, "Ah, I was supposed to get back to you and I forgot. I'm so sorry." Yeah, um, I did that to your massage girl, by the way. She moved. <laughs> oh yeah, she did move. Damn it! And I want a massage she, so bad. <laughs> she was. I was like, "Hey, I really want to support you. Can I get a massage?" She's like good question i'm moving in a month when can i get you in and then i never responded to her until after she moved i was like hope you like can town i never responded uh suze told me she was moving and i was like fuck I'm so <sighs> sad. Suze. you know what suze come back on the podcast like everybody's gonna do mm-hmm. and tell us your new adventure outside of salt lake she's not outside of salt lake she lives she's still here oh i thought she said you said she was gonna move no uh masseuse girl is her is her best friend oh so Suze is the one who told me that she was moving oh yeah sorry about that guys it's okay <laughs> <laughs> well listen um i'd like people to message you and ultimately message me because you're going to tell me about the time they've lost friends and it felt weird and funky and they you didn't do it right or they didn't do it right and also, I want to hear about uh, reconciliation, too. Um, so if anyone has anything to say about that, send us a voice message on our Instagram. And we'll play it on the show. And we'll play it on the show. Look Sound at like us. We're being a professional <laughs> podcast now. Professional. No. But hey, listen, I find you very valuable as a friend. And as you know, I've got dozens and dozens to choose from. And you're my main squeeze. So thank you. I love you. Thank you very much. I love you too. And a lot I know a lot of people love you because sometimes it gets my feelings hurt how much people talk my friends talk about how much they like you. I'm like, guys. <laughs> so I just keep thinking you're gassing me up because that's what I do to everybody. Yeah, but like you said, I'm the realest bitch out there. I wouldn't lie to you. Yeah, you're right. So all right. Anyway, I love you. Love you too. Okay, I'll talk to you later. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>